is a song about Susan. This is a song about the girl next door. This is a song about the everyday occurrences that make you feel like letting go. We are Hottest 100s and Thousands, and we have taken control of your radio station. Your podcast is like a roller coaster, baby, baby. And it is about the Hottest 100. <laughs> Do you want to ride? <laughs> My name is Butthead, and I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour or so. Joining me once again, it's Andrew McDonald. <laughs> it's Nathan Harrison. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and it's Cornholio. I don't. Uh, it's he needs as, for his bungle. It's gonna come as a massive shock to all of you. What I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm gonna. I agree I've with never, that. I've <laughs> never seen any beavers in my Are you threatening me? What are you doing? Are you threatening me? What are you doing? Don't Why is your shirt like uh, that? <laughs> It's, it's from the Beavis show. <laughs> Shattering eardrums and blowing minds. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Do your research, bitch. <laughs> I <don't want> to. <laughs> I'm too scarred now. Oh, that will be my nightmares for some time. Good. First thing we're talking about is from the soundtrack of the definitive 90s movie, Beavis and Butthead Do America. This is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And number 55 with Love Roller Coaster. Oh, I love the 90s. Actually, I would, I'm going to describe this episode as extremely my shit. All <laughs> title case. Coming in at number 55 in the 1997 Artist 100, that is a cover of Love Roller Coaster. It comes from the soundtrack to Beavis and Butthead Do America. Adam, mm. are you threatening me? I'm not. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God. I just want everything to be, go smoothly after what happened before. Okay, so I know that in bookshops sometimes you see this thing where they have a rack and they have books there without the covers on display but wrapped in brown paper. And on the front, it instead of telling you what the title of the book is or any other information, a series of just small notes about what the book is but you know saying like mm. it's a romance it's set on a distant planet there's intrigue and excitement and sometimes they say things like you know it's a blind date with a book or whatever yeah. maybe maybe your bookshop your local bookshop dear listener may support them <laughs> we could just take a minute to talk about the state of bookshops yeah this has got nothing to do with just something I've been thinking about yeah my local bookshop is uh, Amazon so I'm afraid oh, oh. <laughs> 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 the villain but really I do Spend too much money at the local actual better than dead, so I'm actually a good communist. <laughs> <Not> a- 
Not. For, for some other people, that makes you Waluigi. Yeah, oh. Anyway, what I would like to do to introduce this song is, in a similar vein, just read out a few things about this song, and you can tell me whether this is the kind of thing that you'd like to listen to. <laughs> I'm all ears. Okay. So it's a 70s funk song covered by a 90s rock band. Are they white? Glad you asked. Yes. <laughs> This song was, as mentioned, used to promote a full-length animated film. The drums are a sampled loop. The vocals are entirely done through, like, an old-timey radio megaphone effect, which everything apparently is this season. Am I right? All the horns are kazoos. It opens with spoken word, quote, You give me that funny feeling in my tummy. I made myself feel quite ill just even saying that. <laughs> The verses are wrapped, the first lines being, move it over, dad, because I'm a double dipper, upside down, on the zip, zip, zipper. This verse is repeated twice. <laughs> there are no other verses. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Tell me, gentlemen. Keep going! Is this a song? That you would like to Yes! Play. Yes, more than anything in the world! <laughs> this might have been, for some reason, one of the first Chili Pepper songs I heard. <laughs> like, I don't know why that happened, but like, I think that this was one of the first Chili Pepper songs that I knew, which is fucking weird. And just hilarious to think that like that's the punishment for the band, is that some people are going to discover the band through this song. For some reason, this I thought this was what the Chili Peppers sounded like for a while. This is what I thought was the sound of the Chili Peppers, which is weird. I mean, you're not half wrong. <laughs> There's some funk and stuff. Stuff, which I guess is their raison d'etre. Um, <laughs> uh, no one has ever said chili peppers and raison d'etre in the same fucking sentence. Um, like funkin' stuff. Yeah. HR funkin' stuff. But originally, it was by the Ohio Players it was. in the 70s. 75? 75. 75. And it, it makes, like, that's why, like, there's the big female chorus in this, which is not something that chili peppers usually do, I guess. This is obviously not anybody in the world's favourite song. I speak. <sighs> For yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it is. I probably, I'm going to Google my favorite song. It probably yeah. is. Yeah. YouTube um, comments will definitely tell you yeah. that it is some people's favorite version of this song, which yeah. is not off to a great start. Yeah. It just seems so fucking naff to like have white people covering a black funk song and replacing the horns with kazoos. It's just a <laughs> dorky thing to have done. It's a joke to have done it to me, like to have, to have bullied me like this. <laughs> it's like obviously this, this is the era when Chili Peppers were doing this. Don't want to give too much credit to John Frusciante, but this is a very Navarro choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he wasn't in the band at this point, was he? No, this is no. escape. He came back, back like two years after this? Yeah, this Californication? Is, this, yeah. This, this is a Dave Navarro move, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. nipple rings proud Nipple on rings Navarro. <laughs> on this, on yeah. this choice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this choice has nipple rings. Yeah. It's a thumbs down from me. <laughs> Huge thumb down for me. I no, no, just like 100% no. We're talking about a really good song this episode, so if we could just move along, that would be lovely. <laughs> Actually, we're talking about two. <laughs> There's two ever clear songs on <laughs> <in> this episode. <laughs> I don't think it's unfun. If you switched off certain areas of your brain, yeah, it's much the same yeah. way as you turn off lights as you go through the house at night. Mm. If you just did that to your brain a little bit, it's like, good night. Critical faculties, good night. Awareness. Yeah, like it's it's not unfun, but it is a mess. For some uh critical praise, turn to our resident big dipper. Yeah. David James Young. I am the biggest dipper in this room. 
This is this is sick. <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, I'm really glad. I hope it's his new champ. <laughs> oh, don't tempt me. Hey. In an episode with two Everclear songs, oh. the champ is a love roller coaster. Oh, one member of this podcast is gonna have an excellent time this episode. <laughs> there are three other people here. <laughs> yeah, David, did you like this song when you were a kid? Oh, obviously. Yeah, this is when I loved it the most because I used to. Watch Beavis and Butthead do America all the goddamn time. Because that was extremely my shit. Would you say this is one of the better Chili Peppers songs? <laughs> if, if the Chili Peppers songs are entire disco, including the garbage stuff at the start and the garbage stuff at the end and the garbage <laughs> stuff in the middle. Um, <laughs> if, if you laid all the... nice little garbage yeah. layer yeah. cake, yeah. really. If, if you were to lay all the Chili Peppers songs out from best to worst, <laughs> would this fall in the top half or the bottom half? That's a really big task. <laughs> That's a summer project. No, I, I, wouldn't, I, 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 I would never make someone do that. I'm not that cruel. <laughs> to listen to every Chili Pepper song. For a nominal fee, that. I will rank every Red Hot Chili Pepper song from worst to best. No one wants that. Do it. <laughs> do it. But yes, do you reckon, do you reckon this is better than the average or worse than the average? Ugh, it's a tough one. Obviously, like they amp up the silliness of it just because yeah. it's for what is ostensibly a kid's movie. You know, it's like... When anyone is involved in, you know, doing music for a kid's movie, they'll... Pharrell Williams usually sings about fucking, you know? Like, he is a dude that just lays mad pipe everywhere. (laughs) But you can't fucking say that on the Despicable Me soundtrack (laughs) now, can you? (laughs) They can't talk about laying mad pipe on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. So they're just like, yeah, let's just do Love Roller Coaster. This this sounds like a a long scoot around the bush of you saying that this is one of the better than average. (laughs) You got me. Gotcha, journalism! (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, man, when you were laying it out like that, you were saying, like, if you take everything the Red Hot Chili Peppers has Honestly, ever probably. It, I'm going to kind of, yeah. man. You, you're talking about it too much, and it's going to get to the point where I'm literally going to fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. need to be one of those things where you play them all at the same time, and it just sounds like <laughs> this song. Oh, yes! <laughs> it probably was. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Number 54, this is Everclear with Everything to Everyone. Hottest 100 with a song called Everything to Everyone. It's from the album So Much for the Afterglow. Which we've talked about a lot now. Yeah, we've talked about Everclear a fuck ton. Because they're sick. (laughs) According to the voting public of uh, 1997, who listen to Triple J, yes, that is the case. That is what they say. This is a super fun power pop rock song. I love the 
chord progression mixed in with those siren wails, you know, the da 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 da. And yeah, art's classic, lackadaisical, like post grunge drawl kind of throwing in there. This song has excellent dynamics, it's catchy as shit. You can see why it was one of their biggest songs of this era. Yeah. It's a lot it poppier than I thought it was going to. Like, super well, this poppy. record this record was super poppy. Right. I think it was the poppiest, like, slickest thing that they'd ever done. Mm. I got to talk to Art about it last year because they were doing an anniversary tour for this record. He had literally written this entire record where it was going to be even more lo-fi and more, like grungy and angrier than anything like even angrier than the sparkling fade record and then he tried making it and he just wasn't feeling it and then talked to some people and they were just like you need to make a record that you really really want to make and so he scrapped everything started again and made so much for the afterglow and it ended up being this really poppy really harmonic like still very personal but also very slick and very commercially friendly kind of record and he knew it was going to be kind of a risk for people that liked Everclear before. You know, kind of a, I like your old stuff better than your new stuff kind of deal. But he didn't give a fuck. He still doesn't give a fuck. He's one of my favorite alt-rock figures just because of all the shit he's been through. The dude declared bankruptcy. This guy wrote Santa Monica and he declared bankruptcy. It was brutal for a while there. But, you know, like, he's still around. He's still heavy, heavy on the nostalgia. He knows this is the fucking peak of his life and he's going to spend the rest of his life doing 20th anniversary tours, waiting around for all the <laughs> albums to turn 20. I'm all for it. Like, obviously, like I'm not a huge Everclear guy, um, apart from how much I love Santa Monica and still do. But I, I think it's probably, like, the weakest we've had from them. I know, the poppiness doesn't really sit well with me. And, like, the, the message about, like, normies try and make you conform to do things and that sucks. You want to be everything to everybody would resonate more if Everclear didn't sound so fucking mainstream dorky here. <laughs> yeah. he, um, just, he just sounds so self-satisfied, doesn't he? I just, yeah. I just feel like I would be too if I was him. Uh, <laughs> considering that this is the guy who got hit with a shoe <laughs> during a live performance in Wollongong, I would like to coin the phrase, the way he sounds in this song, he is cruising for a shoeser. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, he is cruising for a shoeser here. Mm. I don't really like this song, David. I'm sorry. To... It's not me you should be apologizing <laughs> to, man. Well, Mr. Everclear. I have yeah. Art's number yeah. still saved, so... <laughs> yes, you just give him a buzz. Yeah, you gave him a buzz yeah. on New Year's, being yeah. like, hey, man. I'll WhatsApp him and be like, <laughs> everything, everybody, kind of shitty, dude. <laughs> what a 100 what emoji. A... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, fingers one. <laughs> 100, 100, 100. <laughs> Crying, dude. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I think, like, you know, it's it's nothing amazing, but, yeah. like, I kind of get down on the poppiness of it or, what, or yeah. whatever. So you'd, like, me- you'd message him saying, I think it's pretty good, and do the thinking emoji guy. <laughs> that classic. Honestly, I probably wouldn't message him about it. Well, we all are messaging him after the show, so... About this song particularly? Yeah. Well, about, yes, this song particularly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, 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 and I guess I'd say it's it's not, you know, it's all right. Yeah. This isn't your new... Um... Not this one. <laughs> no. <laughs> your new stinker. No. <laughs> Although the, the, the chili peppers yeah, oh, that's a yeah. contender. coming pretty close there. Look, I was sitting there at my computer doing the normally extensive and fastidious notes that mm-hmm. I do, watching the cursor blink on and off and on and off. And maybe it's because we've been doing this podcast for a while now, but I just the only thing I could come up with was 
I could be listening to so much else <laughs> and thinking about so much else that's not this song. I could be listening to Frank Ocean. I'd rather be listening to Frank Ocean. Fucking typical millennial. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna get on WhatsApp and I'm gonna send art my thoughts on Blonde. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. No explanation. Mm. And you can do that by dialing five oh three. And number fifty three. This is the Whitlams with you. Sound like Louis Bidet. Had a little bit to drink. Yeah, there's a little thing I wanted to do out east. Yeah. I'm nothing too emotional, my goodness. I, I couldn't be serious in a room full of jackknife eyes. Stop talking about the years. You sound like Louis Bidet. And we rolled on in my back shed. Play some poker, scratch my head Look at the sky and spot the flames Where would I go on holidays? Roll with the punches down the aisles And down the street The weeks roll by Roll by I'm chewing ice and grinning I'm spewing up and spinning It's biliousness The Whitlams! Coming in at number 53 In the 1997 Hottest 100 That's You Sound Like Louis Vedette and that's from the album Eternal Nightcap. Nathan Harrison sounds like Nathan Harrison. Hey, I do true. my best. Yeah. Yeah. You did good. pretty well. Thank you. I also do a pretty good Nathan Harrison, I thought. Oh, tism. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, yeah. I have, I have yeah. a son. <laughs> I take pingers. Numerology. Oh, wow. Boxing. I love numbers and pingers and my son. Uh, I'm only defined by my bits. Yeah. <laughs> Was that you impersonating me? <laughs> no. You impersonating him doing you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is that a bit? Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. You Sound Like Louis Bidet is one of my favourite songs. Like, Ever. easy, hands down. Yeah. Uh, if this it, if this was number one, I would I wouldn't have blinked twice and it would be like what well, it, there is no Whitlam yeah. song that no, comes in. No, at number exactly. one, this, so. It owns amazingly. It's hard. just it it's just so phenomenal good. at every point of the way. Tim is just incredible in this song. It, like the amount of character and story that is in this. Obviously, the Whitlams to the point that jokes are made about them, but like connect yeah. with place and Sydney yep. in particular. But this is just so. Good, everything about it. Just like right from the first, like had a little bit to drink, like couldn't be serious in a room full of jackknife fights. It's just so cool. Yeah. And the band yeah. moving through all that like old swing kind of stuff and mm. every new section has a different sound. Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. changing. And you just get this kind of swirly sense of being with him at this point in time where it's all just like, it's a mess. And yes. you're like- you're in this shitty little share house in Tempe and drinking too much and this dude is there and he's a dick and- but it's perfect. But it's perfect. But yeah. and also, but you do these things and you call yourself out because you're like, oh my god, I sound like this dude who is awful. Yeah. I need to stop. You Just know. a random mate of theirs. Is yeah, he, yeah. He, Louis Bidet is not famous. No, he's famous for being Louis Bidet from this song. <laughs> Absolutely. I've seen Louis Bidet live. He's good. What did he what sound he's, like? Yeah. <laughs> he's a really fucking good jazz drummer. Nice. Yeah, and, oh, right. and, and there you go. That like, yeah, I mean, and, there and, we go. And saxophonist. Yeah. That suits the the vibe the of the time. song then as well. <laughs> and Louis. No. So Louis Bidet. Just to clarify, absolutely, Louis Bidet was Tim's housemate at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Or at least at a point. Right. Okay. They, they live together for a while. Okay. 
so much of the, the discourse around the Whitlam is bogged down in um, emotional stuff. The, the fact that like there is so much fun to be had with the Whitlams as well is something that isn't often given enough credence because the emotional impact of stuff is just so huge and again deservingly applauded and and discussed but like stuff like this and like also like burgers and goff so much fun but this is like the most fun and like oh. the the swaggering like you're right from the word go honky tonk piano had yeah. a little bit to drink and you're like yeah man ah i know what the night's <laughs> gonna be like already god damn it yeah but you, but you lean into it and i don't think i will ever get tired of the sentiment or the joy in the way he delivers all my friends are fuck ups but they're fun to have around I was yeah. talk- okay I was talking to someone at work right and he was like, we hadn't even spoken that much really like we weren't really that close and he said what are you doing on the weekend I said I'm doing this podcast he ended up explaining the podcast what songs are you talking about I said oh you know this and this and this oh we get to talk about um, you sound like Louis Bidette by the Whitlam's first thing he says back to me is like he started singing that line he said all my friends are fuck up by the end of the line I was singing along yeah. to, but they're fun to have around it's like that's fucking magical. Mm. That, 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 that is a spectacularly written line. Like all of us here have dabbled to varying, hugely varying degrees in sort of like creative composition, be it in music or any other art form. But when you know you, you have that moment, like where you think of a line and you're like, and you know immediately that's a good one. I, like, and you have that small mm. amount of like the the, the, the the joy of creation when you know you've nailed something, and you're like, that's really fucking good. That line, I, I can't imagine the beauty of thinking of just a, a jazzy bit and singing out loud, singing to people. Well, all my friends are fuck ups, but they're fun to have around because god damn, that fucking rules. It bursts with life. Yeah, yeah. It's, like yeah, it, it's so alive. There's, li- there's, there's life in that yeah. line. Yeah, also a very good line. The morning tastes like wine. Tastes like wine in Tempe. So good. Oh, it's so good. How on earth do, do I know what that, t- that yeah, thing? Yeah. I know yeah. that's so evocative. Yeah. But also you know the night as well. Like somehow he managed to manages to musically communicate the feeling of having four to five glasses of wine. And then later on, communicate the feeling of having somewhat more than that. And then, like, you're being an absolute dickhead with your mates, rolling down the street. Someone's probably in a trolley or whatever. Yeah. So, so, like, the only thing that's better than listening to this song is actually getting out and doing that. That's the only thing that comes close, is the, is the thing itself. Like, this is one step away from Plato's night out. <laughs> um, you often, Andrew, you talk about the educated working class when it comes to punk. I do love that. Tim Friedman is the educated larrikin. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And it comes across so clearly in this song. Like, I just, man, have not listened to this very much. For all I know, this could be the first time I've ever really seriously sat down and had to listen to you sound like Louis Bidet. Oh, man. Holy shit. May I always be a fuck up. May I always be fun to be around. Yeah. The moment, like, where you catch yourself and the thing that you're doing is. Like you're like, oh man, I'm just like my, I'm just like my mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just like my mate. You're like you know that fucking feeling, and just like like that's a recognizable part of life. And Tim catches himself when when he, like he's waxing lyrical about like the the enchanting beauty of being a, a fucking drunken idiot, and then he's like, oh my god, I'm just like my fucking housemate. God damn it! And that is so much fun to see that persona and that identifiable feeling is delivered in this. Rapturous way. This is a remarkably excellent song. But also, like, there's a humility in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, go, yeah. like the person who you rail against, you get into their shoes and you feel that experience. You find yourself acting like them. Like that has to dissolve your ego to a certain oh, point. Yeah. Yeah. You just go like, no, and it's what, never actually... like Louis Bidet is a terrible person. It's no, just like, it's oh my like... god, I'm doing this. Oh my god, what am I doing? Yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, uh, Louis Bidet still a working muso. You see him around sometimes. He's tall, thin, and bald, covered in tattoos. Fierce as fuck jazz drummer also plays the sax. He plays at 505 semi regularly. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Sweet. I love this song. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a uh, like a key part of 
what makes Eternal Nightcap such a great record for me. One thing I love is the layering of stuff that is completely untuneful, but it still somehow works. Like, you've obviously got the main bit of da-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, and that all works really well. But think about everything else that just comes in and just, like, bunks on the top of it. <laughs> the band is, like, a drunk person. Yeah. But still, like, effortlessly yeah. cool. Like, so much charisma, but there's just, like, stuff happening all over the place. Yeah. Out on the concrete, telling stories to the stars. We've all been there. Yeah. I wish I was there more often. <laughs> yeah. and I, I seriously wish that every weekend felt like this song. Yeah. It's definitely an ode to, you know, like, going to pubs until the lights come on and ending up back at someone else's place and, you know, and then waking up at, like, midday the next day and just surrounded by bottles and then just kind of just, like, slowly sneaking out. No, oh, you yeah. hang out, then you go and get bacon and egg rolls. Hey. Oh. That's what you do. Fuck, I'm hungry. <laughs> Number 52. This is Garbage. Back once again. This is a song called Number One Crush. At number 52 in the 1997 Hunters 100. That's number one crush. And we're going to throw it now to my number one crush. The horniest man in the room. <laughs> hey. The Romeo to your Juliet. Oh, yeah. Mac? Oh, it was me. Love it. Oh, it's- uh, yeah, those, those, those moans at the start. They're quite Ooh. horny. It's a, it's a family oh. podcast, surely. <laughs> Um, you just you spend enough time watching her and you just want to be her. I will just sit there watching video clips just being like, I want to like cut my hair shoulder length, dye it purple, get like the most obnoxiously dark lipstick. Just the beard fu- stays. The beard obviously stays. Uh, right. And just fuck. Obviously this isn't a Romeo and Juliet soundtrack, the Baz Luhrmann mm, yes. Romeo and Juliet. A very I think horny this movie. is this is the this a is a, a remixed version of uh, their song. Whenever we speak about garbage, I feel like we always say, and this is a new side of garbage. Yeah. And yeah. But again, here we are. This is a new side of garbage. Trip hoppy, down groove. It builds as it goes on, but the first like third of it, it's almost like just like, like an actual minimal kind of cold wave post punk song. Like the crashing drums, her voice is so deep in this. Um, reminds me, uh, not that we're around at this point, one of my favorite contemporary Australian bands, Hate Rock, um, at this mm. first half. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like lyrics like, I will die for you, I will cry for you, I'll wash away your pain with all my tears or whatever like that. Like that 
overly overt, over-the-top nature of those lyrics. That's something I always had a bit of sympathy for. I think that's a fun to lean into that cheese kind of thing. Shirley put it on her deeper voice. Fucking cool. Mm. Definitely here for that. Um, pretty horny song. It's perfect to be in Romeo and Juliet, uh, where, like, essentially that, that is about teenage infatuation that you mistake for true love to the point where it ruins your life. Yeah. Spoiler alert for R- Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uh, for Romeo plus Juliet. Brackets on 97. Um, <laughs> this song is perfect. Like th- Those like all-encompassing feelings that you think you have when you have a crush. Really great representation of that like teenage infatuation that you mistake for love. Yeah, I dig this shit. This is kind of, like, I guess, like the tail end of trip-hop's popularity you know, of the mainstream thing like that. And it's good seeing Garbage getting in on that too. I'm yeah. here for it. Not the first time we've seen garbage play with the trip hop kind no, of thing. No, no, they no. always seem to do it really Tricky. well. It seemed to like, yeah, seem to like remind us. It's just like they're like the the trip hop band that everyone forgets because mm. they're not a trip hop band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yet here we are. It's about a stalker, very much so. Mm. In a mm. in a big way. In a big yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. In a yeah. big way. <laughs> big way. This is a great song. Mm. She's yeah. also said, though, it's not just like a, a fictional kind of stalker, but she wants to kind of implicate the listener in the stalkership yeah, yeah. as well. Like, it's, right. it's, according to her, it was kind of autobiographical in some way. She's like, there's always the temptation when you when you love someone to, to kind of slip into this mode of being. Of like um, obsession. Yeah, exactly. Her and Butch speaking about the song, they were like, we wanted to try and communicate that that is a necessary part of love to some extent, but you have to... It, it, sometimes the investment of effort is to keep yourself reasonable with the feeling feelings that you have and not allow it to slip into this kind of obsessive, Mm. dangerous, destructive, toxic kind of thing, which I think is an interesting thing to kind of play with if you are implicated in the boys there. Yeah, this song is horny as hell. It's sick. It's kind of like so horny that you kind of can't say a lot more. It's like, well, a bit like me, like really. Garbage are just so good at creating those really... Self-explanatory kind of, yeah. Like, you know, quite dense mood songs. They just really capture a feeling and, and like, you sort of get sucked into the feeling of this song. And yeah. So, they're mm. just so good at driving that through. It's good. So listen to it. Don't get asked to do what you work for. We're <laughs> <laughs> not going to talk about the song for you. Jesus. <laughs> At number 51, it's Everclear, yet again, with a little ditty I like to call So Much for the Afterglow, because that's its name. Everclear, that's the title track to their album, So Much for the Afterglow. Coming in at number 51 in the 1997 Hottest 100, which means after this, 
We are at the Bon Jovi point <laughs> of the hottest 100. I'm very glad that we can see at the bottom half with a really great song from a really great record. Your mate. Uh, yeah, my <laughs> mate. Yeah, yeah. I'll wear it, hey. Everyone has a band or just a certain type of music. Everyone else is just like, yeah. And they'll just be like, yeah, nah, this is sick. This rules. This reminds me of Heroin Girl. It's just buzzsaw riffs, big harmonies, catchy as shit. I love the fact that he decided to use a Beach Boys-esque harmony intro to just completely throw people off the scent. It's just a smash cut, you know? <laughs> I love that. Um, that's, that is also extremely my shit. Because it's the album starter, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of like the overture. Yeah. You know, like, it's like having the title song from a musical at the start of the musical. Yeah, they give you that harmony there so you can appreciate it as a leap motif throughout the rest of the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, You know what I got vibes from this? This reminded me a little bit of fellow California rock band, The Offspring. Yeah. I can totally see that. Chilling out on the beach, bunch of hand clappies going on. Yeah. <laughs> And clappies. Uh, yeah. I love to, a clap. To coin a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew McDonald invented hand claps. <laughs> Before that, we're all just looking at our palms. And never the two shall meet. <laughs> uh, 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 I did it! Uh, um, yeah, like the na 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 backing box, stuff like that. This is like, compared to the other Everclear song, Everything to Everyone, which I thought was like two on the pop, I think this embraces the pop quite well. I think this is very fun, perfect for like that kind of Southern Cali beach vibe. Like, yeah, man, we're just on the boards and that. <laughs> Having some as, clappies yeah, with yeah. the boys. Having some clappies with the boys. As surfers, I want to do. Clapping some waves. <laughs> Clapping some waves and waving some clappies. <laughs> all, the, all, the sur- all, all the surfing lingo. Yeah, Good yeah. grief. You're hanging, you're hanging ten. Dead with- set. <laughs> yeah, dead set. Dead set clappy. Yeah, yeah, that is a bodacious day. Yeah. I say so myself. Like, yeah, it's fully just that vibe. Of all I just said. <laughs> of Dead Set Clappies. Of Dead Set Clappies. This song, Dead Set Clappy, out of 10. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. This song claps. So, yeah. so, this so, song claps! Yeah. Claps and slaps! Yeah. This is extremely my shit! I think we've broken these two. <laughs> Go on! Yeah, you, yes, you two I have been waiting to shit on this song. Ugh. No, I think this is actually probably the. Like, I think I liked Heroin Girl maybe slightly more because it was more energetic and just kind of punkier. But, like, as far as the continuum of Everclear between that and, like, their more poppy bullshit, which, you know, like, I've already stated my case in terms of Everything You Everyone and uh, Santa Monica in that they, I do not like them. They're not the songs I like. <laughs> this is a song that I, I tolerate more. End. End, end broadcast. End, <laughs> end transmission. <laughs> this song claps. This is a great song. It it's super fun. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Haha, ha, what are Whoa. you gonna do now? Checkmate. I'm gonna cack my dax. <laughs> like, you just, you just throw me When you're at the beach. <laughs> no. But, like, I, I think the, the offspring comparison is, is super on point. Like, it's just like everything that's so fun and energetic and those gang vocals, and it's just, it's great. This is a great song. I would like to uh, shout out the genius annotations for this song. <laughs> me too. There's only one. It's oh. for the line, this is a song about Susan, and the annotation is, this is a song about Susan. <laughs> minus two votes. Minus two <laughs> votes. Sitting at minus Reported two. for restating <laughs> the line. But he's not wrong. Yeah. It is a song about Susan. Mm. Well, I reckon we, it's we, Susan from Neighbours. Who else could it be? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Susan Boyle from... <laughs> Sue's Anal Bum Party. Sue's Anal Bum Party, yeah. <laughs> 
I always thought it was sus, like sus anal bumper. Sus anal uh, bumper. Either way, context for that: Susan Boyle's album was being promoted. They promoted it with the hashtag Susan Album Party, but of course that reads as hashtag Sus Anal Bomb Party. <laughs> she truly dreamed a dream. Yeah. Susan Boyle should cover this album. Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> cover to cover. I, I would like to hear Susan Boyle actually sing the line. This is a song about Susan. Quite a lot. Famous Susans. Yeah, here we go. Of course, like, we need to get mad on the... On the, the annotation. On the Google searches and the Wikipedias. Last time that got us into Nepalese politics, so what will it bring us this time? What, Susan B. Anthony? Is it ah. about, you know, the suffragette movement, movement maybe? <laughs> Could be. Is that what she did? Isn't it? Maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> We're bad. Shut it down. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. There you go. Susan yeah, Sarandon. that's a good Susan. <laughs> One more for the road. No, there's not that many famous. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Top one is Susan Bennett, who's a voice actress. Susan Bryant. Okay, she's the voice. We're about of... to we're about to learn something. Stand by for learning. Here it comes, big learn. old, big learn. old. Learn. Oh, no, double learning. T. Why? What are you doing? Look at this guy. First time using a computer over here. <laughs> <laughs> Typing with two fingers. I don't know why <laughs> she. This, these ones. this is the most like. Oh, Get to a, the Susan. I don't know. It's just like she was Bat Computer in the Batman Lego movie. What do you want? <laughs> well, I wanted that. <laughs> but why is she number one here? Yeah. What's the site? Like, rank your Susans. Rateyoursusans.com. It's famous yes. birthdays. Famoussusans.com. I love this show. This is a good show. <laughs> That brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest 100s and Thousands, David's favourite episode. The greatest episode of all time, objectively. According to uh, David. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We are going to pick our favourites and our least favourites and continue the ever-continuing story of our uh, carryover champs and chumps. I'm going to start because it's my episode, baby! Ah, hey. uh, my favourite. I'm going to go with Louis Bidet. I really love that song. Um, like, obviously, fucking... Beat out two Everclear songs, oh my god. Yeah, I know, so you know it's good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and... Oh, yeah, I guess Chili Peppers will have to settle for worst. Uh, my... Champs and Chumps remain untouched. Your champ. Who's your champ champ again? Yeah. Who's it? The outdoor type. Oh, yeah, mm. Lemonheads. Simone. Uh, my, my, uh, I'm the same, David. My favourite yeah. was also Louis Bidet, and my chump was Love Roller Coaster, but my champ remains the dandies. That and is for some weeks now, Andrew McDonald. It has been very, yes. Well, yeah. I'm waiting for something to be better than that yeah. song. But, um, but is, your chump is, is, anyone, is still Bieber Louis. Is yeah. anyone going to be an absolute madman and put Love Roller Coaster as their new... Look, I'm close. <laughs> I'm not going to, but like... So you lied last week. Well... Oh, yeah. You committed, lied. Committed perjury. You lied to a song. <laughs> you committed perjury. <laughs> but my my new champ is definitely Louis Bidet. Hey, nice well, one. it's the Whitlam's, not I don't no, know any of Louis Bidet's <laughs> songs. <laughs> Jazz drummer, I guess. <laughs> Let's get it out of the way nice and quickly. Beaver Loop is still the worst song that the countdown has produced thus far. Yeah. My least favourite was actually Everything to Nothing. I didn't like it. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather listen to Frank Ocean. The best thing about that is it made me listen to Frank Ocean. But that's not the song. Complex. My fa- <laughs> this is my favourite is Louis Bidet. And you know what? What? I actually am going to put it as my new champ. Hey. I, I think I've paid my dues to, to Raging Us the Machine. I just, man, just even after the chat, just like the, the stuff that I got from it, the experience of listening to Louis Bidet was gold. So nice. it deserves... It's spot as champ for a while. Have you changed the most? I feel like you've yeah, changed the most. Yeah, I think I have. I went I went. That's tough. nice, though. That's a nice thing to have. I, I think I've changed the least. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a, a different kind of nice thing to have. Well, not when it comes to clothes. Yes. <laughs> think about it. 
Um, I don't have to. Bed, bed sheets also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Socks. It's kind of clothes. Get, do, you to, do you want to get on Google? Things, <laughs> things you should have... Things, things that you, you can change. .com. Your name, to <laughs> Susan. <laughs> In a shameless attempt to get you guys to review us more frequently on iTunes than you have been doing. Well, like, just once is enough. Yeah, yeah true. Um, it's not yeah. like voting. You don't need to do it more than once. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, review early, review often. Um, <laughs> we're going to read out some of the glowing reviews we've received, like this one here from uh, Artemis Zero, who says, an engaging and entertaining listen for any music fan. That's why you should be recommending it to all your fellow music fan friends. And to you, Artemis Zero, we think you are an engaging and entertaining reviewer for any text fan. <laughs> yes. Very good. If you'd like your... Get across his reviews. If, if you, like, it's if a written like, word. If, if you like language in, in a written form. Yeah. Artemis if, Zero. If, if, you, if you'd like to have Carry your... Um, your, your if you'd like to have your review or... Um, poem or short story read out, but just put it on an iTunes review. If the less context is the better, let's be honest. Mm. And we'll read it out and give you a, a, a social media at, as they say. <laughs> so. Even now, they're on there they're typing on there. away because that was... How could you not? Yeah. How could you not with that glowing endorsement there? Their, their, their thumbs are just hammering away on the plus 15, <laughs> waiting for Andrew to shut up. <laughs> the villain himself. The villain himself. <laughs> on behalf of Mr. Adam Buncher... Have a good one. Have the best one. Mr. Nathan Harrison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do it. Do it. Sir, Andrew McDonald. Look, have a good one. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, yeah. Yeah. don't count your chicken before it hatches. What a villain. He only wants you to have a nice day. <laughs> and my name is Gordon Hollier! I don't know what that means. It's a South Park reference, I think. <laughs> it's from Beavis and Butthead! <laughs> <laughs>